Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are listening to the Game Changers podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Game Changers. I am your host, Erin May Henry, and I'm really excited about today's episode because I have something very special in store for you. I want to sit down and I want to kind of go through all of the different things that every six-figure business needs. Now, I know that a lot of entrepreneurs have the goal to build a six-figure business. Now, I myself in the beginning really wanted to grow a six-figure business and I was lucky enough to do so in my first year of coaching. However, before I get into the tips around building a six-figure business, I did just want to share an idea with you. Building a six-figure business is not the most important thing. And I know, look, I'm calling this episode everything a six-figure business needs because I know for a lot of people, it is really important to them. And I just said to you, it was important to me as well. But being that I've now been in business for three years, I've made six figures, I've made multiple six figures, my business is on its way to making seven figures. I just wanted to share with you that Being able to say my business has made six figures while exciting, it's not an everlasting feeling. It's not something that once you get to six figures, you're like, oh, sweet, I'm done. I'm the best life goal achieved. Now I can just rest. No, it's like a moment in time where you probably feel really excited and then life is as usual. Business is as usual. Now, what I just really wanted to say with this as well is I don't want you to make reaching six figures, your number one goal in your business. Because whilst making money is really important and essentially everything that I'm going to share with you today is for the purpose of you being able to make money so that you can have the impact that you want and live the dream life that you want. But the actual idea of six figures being that point in time it's a very slippery slope to disappointment. I myself for both six figures on my YouTube channel, as in 100,000 subscribers and $100,000 in my business, those were things that I just, I idolized for so long to the point that I thought that my life was going to just completely change the moment I arrived at these destinations. I thought that once I had six figures on my YouTube channel and I had a six figure business, that somehow that means that I was going to be like a famous millionaire. I know the math doesn't really work work out on that. But anyway, 
I really did think that my life was going to change and I strived towards these goals like the happiness in my life depended on them. Now, as you can guess, what happened when I reached six figures on my YouTube channel, 100,000 subscribers and reached six, six figures in my business and realized that nothing nothing changed, I was faced with disappointment. And so like any goal, I just want to remind you that it's not the most important thing. Reaching six figures, although yes, cool to say, hey, I'm a six-figure entrepreneur or, you know, I've got X amount of people in my audience. Well, it's cool to say, and for sure, it definitely adds some credibility. I don't want you to miss out on the journey to getting to those goals by focusing too much on the target. You know, enjoy what you do along the way. Enjoy getting that first client. Enjoy making that first 5K month. Enjoy spending the money that you make from that first 5K month. Enjoy building that course. You know, enjoy every single little thing that you do along the way and then just feel grateful when it does so happen that you reach those goals and ultimately step into maybe theoretically a next level of business. But I also just wanted to remind you as well that anytime someone talks about how much money they've made online, six figures, seven figures, you really don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You know, did they build that in a way that was true to their soul and that made them happy every single day? Or did they slug their way there, pushing themselves to do things that they absolutely hated and now they feel miserable and burnt out? Did they spend $95,000 on Facebook ads to make that $100,000 just to say that they, you know, were a six-figure entrepreneur? So don't compare yourself to other people who are six-figure entrepreneurs. Don't compare yourself to other people who are making X amount of money online. Ultimately, at the end of the day, if you are making enough money to satisfy your own dreams, and if you don't know how to calculate your own dreams, I have a video on that. I will leave it linked in the description below. I have a video all about calculating your dream life. It's a very, very important one. But if you know how much your dream life costs and it's way less than $100,000 or a million dollars, then you know, striving towards those things isn't what's going to make you happy. Being able to live that dream life that is your true dream life is what is going to make you happy and enjoying the journey getting there. Enjoying the first time you're able to start buying organic groceries versus conventional or when you're able to go out for dinner and, you know, not necessarily look at the price or when you can go on that holiday that you've been dreaming of or buy something really nice for someone you love. Like that's what you should be striving for when it comes to finances, the lifestyle that you're able to live, not just the title that you're able to attain because you added another zero to your income. But with that being said, I just wanted to kind of explain that because I don't want, especially anyone who's maybe meeting me for the first time and doesn't really know what my stance is on life and business. I've titled this, you know, everything a six figure business needs or something along those lines. I don't really know what the title is yet, but I didn't want you to think that I was just really focused on, you know, helping people reach six figures because just so that they could. I'm really focused on helping people live their dream life. And sometimes it might be more than six figures and sometimes it might be way, way less. But either way, the intention of this episode is to help you make money, right? So this is an episode about money. It's all the things that your business needs to be a profitable business, a profitable, a sustainable, and a successful online business. That is what this episode is about. So whilst the terminology of six figures, yes, I've used in the title and I will use periodically throughout the episode, really what I just want to remind you of is these five things that ultimately you must be able to tick off the challenge 
checklist and say, yes, I have this in my business and therefore I am working my way to success. Because like I said in my last episode, you know, there are some things that people just do not have. My last episode was all about the mistakes you might be making or the reasons your business might not be working. So if you haven't listened to that one here on the podcast, definitely go back because this is almost like a follow on or almost like the solution to all the problems that I pointed out in that episode, but definitely go check that out. But ultimately, I just want to make sure that you know I'm here to give you the answers. I want to make sure that you are no longer just guessing your way to success and you know exactly what it is that you need to have in place to be on your way to, yes, either making six figures or like I said, more so making the money that you desire to build your dream business and to live your dream life. So let's just jump in to, like I said, I think there's five, five tips. Maybe I'll give more, but ultimately there's five categories. So The first thing that every six-figure business needs is a vision. Honestly, this one is so important and why I've put it first is because it needs to come first. So many people's vision for their business is, I want to make X amount of dollars. And that is just not a vision. The money that you make in your business is a tool. That's like saying my vision is that I want to upload X amount of YouTube videos every single day. I mean, it's a great system. It's a great goal to have, but is that really the outcome that you want? No. The money that you make is just a tool, just like the content you create is a tool to get yourself a specific outcome, to get yourself a specific life that you want to live ultimately. And so what I really need you to understand is that if you are going to be a successful business, these businesses don't happen on accident. They happen on purpose because the person running them has a vision. They know exactly where they're going and they're able to accumulate that success along the way. So you need to sit down. If you don't have a vision for where your business is going, if you're at this stage just saying, I want to start a business because I don't want to work for a nine to five anymore. I don't want to work for someone else. There are great reasons to get started, but they're not going to get you very far. You need to realize what is it that I actually want my business to look like in two, three, four, five years from now. And don't get caught up on this either. It's not like your vision can't change. Something that I describe in my program, Vision and Tribe, is your vision is like a masterpiece that you're continuously painting. You know, you're able to add a little bit of paint over here and add a little bit of paint over here and erase a little bit over here and then change it over here. It's just a masterpiece that you're constantly molding and constantly creating, but at least you've got a vision in your mind when you're painting something or drawing something or creating something it's not just coming out of nowhere it's not like your hand is acting on its own you are trying to recreate something that you're seeing in your mind and again while that can change there is direction happening and so your life your business being like this masterpiece you have to have that vision in your mind you know humans have this incredibly unique characteristic that no other species have and that is imagination we can see things before they come to be and that's why we're so innovative and creative and we've evolved so quickly and so in order for you to build a successful business what I'm asking you or giving you permission to do is to dream big is to actually say to yourself like this is the big thing that I'm working towards 
And honestly, like I said, this feels really heavy for a lot of people because they think, oh, if I don't choose right, then I'm going to be upset or, you know, this is the only thing. If I choose this, then I can never change my mind again. No, no. You've just got to be heading in a direction. You know, it's like a GPS. If you want to go somewhere, Put the directions in the GPS of where you want to go. Now, if on the way you decide, oh, actually, I'd rather take a detour or go somewhere else, that's fine. At least you've moved towards the direction of your original destination rather than just driving around in circles and then feeling frustrated because you're ending up nowhere. So what should a vision look like for your business? Well, ultimately, the easiest thing that you can ask yourself is where do I want to be three to five years from now? Where do I want to be one year from now? You know, everybody's timeline is going to be different. Some people, you know, depending on your age, depending on where you are in life, you may absolutely have no idea where you're going to be in five years. I know when I was 25, I had no idea where I wanted to be in five years, but I knew where I wanted to be in 12 months. I knew where I wanted to be in two years. Uh, Now that I'm a little bit older, and I kind of, you know, basically know what I want my life to look like for the next three, four, five, uh, even beyond years, you know, I really know what I'm working towards. I'm able to build my vision for my business around that. And so what should your vision look like for your business? It's just where you want to take it. It's the impact that you want to have on the world. It's yes. Okay. So maybe the money you want to make, but even more than that, the size of the business you want to have, the size of the impact that you want to have, you know, do you want to be someone who's globe trotting, traveling the world, speaking on stages, writing books? Do you want to be someone who's making enough money so that you can maintain, you know, a farm and that you can create and provide provide for your family, like really start to think about, especially if you're an entrepreneur running a business around yourself, you know, think about what you want your life to look like and how does your business fit into that? Number one thing that you need to have a successful business is a vision. It has to be going somewhere. Gary Vaynerchuk describes this as your North Star. Even if this is a big old mix of your personal goals and the goals that you have for your business, that's fine. But just be working towards something more than an income goal. Now, the second thing that every successful business, and I'm specifically talking to online businesses, okay? Like, I think this is important for any business, but, you know, the businesses that I deal with in particular are online businesses. They're businesses that rely heavily on social media as their main marketing tool. And then for, therefore, the second thing that every business needs is an audience, a community. I created a video recently on my channel where I kind of went through and told you guys about how much I made in my business. And, you know, I love myself a disclaimer, as you heard at the beginning of this podcast. And the disclaimer that I gave in that video was I'd watched a lot of those videos myself. And one thing I didn't hear anybody mentioning was the fact that, yeah, okay, they made 20, 30, 40, 50, a hundred thousand dollars a month. But a lot of them were describing it like this is just possible for anyone to do, you know, with the flick of a switch. And I think it's really important to remind people, and this was the kind of (laughs) little disclaimer that I gave, that the reason why I was able to make the money that I made is because I have an audience. Like if you don't have people who know who you are, who trust you, who like you, 
it's going to be really difficult to sell. If you are in a shopping center and you have a clothing store and there is zero foot traffic, there is nobody walking past that store, that store is not going to make any money. If you have a restaurant and nobody is coming inside, you're not going to sell any food. You know, if you have an online course and there is no one on your email list, on your Instagram, you know, wherever you're building your audience, how can you expect people to buy? You know, I am so strong in the fact that you don't need a big audience. Like I firmly believe you don't need a big audience. I'm not saying go out and grow millions of people or hundreds of thousands of people, but you do need a community. You do need a tribe. You do need people who know who you are and who are struggling with the problem you want to solve so that you can sell them the solution to that problem. So I do just want to mention here because I'm really, really, really excited about this because I get so many questions about both vision, having a vision, how do you create a vision? I'm so stressed about a vision and also growing an audience. I mean, I've got so many questions about this that last year I actually created a course called Vision and Tribe. Um, It was one of my most successful courses that I've ever run. Honestly, the people who took that course just absolutely loved it. And it was something that I kind of just did last year and I closed off, but Recently, I've had a lot of people asking me about that program. So I have actually decided that for a very limited little offer, I am going to actually bring that course back. So unfortunately, if you're listening to this way, way, way into the future, the live version of this might not be around. There might be a self-study version. I don't know. Check the link in the description. But if you are listening to this anytime at the end of April slash start of May, I am actually now running my Vision and Tribe program again. So Vision and Tribe is very much focused on these two first points that I've shared with you today, helping you to really decide who you need to be as an entrepreneur, what type of business you want to build, how do you build a business that's in line with your own personal goals? Because that's something a lot of people get struggling. That's something that a lot of people struggle with as well. They build businesses that are so far away from the life they want to live personally that they end up burnt out, overwhelmed and hating their business. But then also, how do you become the leader that you need to be to build an audience that will actually buy your stuff. Vision and Tribe is all about giving you that clarity, helping you to understand how to build an audience. I mean, I will say so myself, but I do think that I have a lot of experience in this. You know, a lot of people compliment me on the fact that I have such an engaged audience. Like, yeah, I have a big audience, but you know, I've been around for so long that I imagine a lot of those people on my YouTube channel aren't actually engaged. But for those who do follow me and follow me actively, they are so engaged with what I do that I'm able to, you know, sell out programs and I'm able to fill coaching spots with just one Instagram story. And I want to teach you how to be that person to build that audience. So if you are interested, I don't want to ramble on too much about it because I just, it came to mind as I was sharing these two tips actually. Um, and I do have more tips for you. Don't worry. But if you are interested in joining Vision and Tribe, then I'm going to leave all of the information down in the description below. Like I said, if you are listening to this at the beginning, sorry, <laughs> at the end of April slash start of May, 2020, you will be able to participate in the live rounds. But if you are listening way in the future, then definitely just check the link because I might also have it available as a self-study version. But anyway, let's jump into the next tip. Now, the next. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. 
so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Thing is something that I am more adamant about now than I ever used to be before, and that is every successful business must have a recognizable brand. And I know you might be thinking, what? What, what? You're only just now saying this? Your whole thing is about personal branding. Yes, it's important for you to have a personal brand, but there's many successful businesses without personal brands. I'm actually really now talking about your brand, as in the aesthetics, the you know logo, the name, all of that stuff is now more important than ever. Reason being is that there's just so much noise. Like there's always been a lot of competition, But now, especially in the climate which we're living through mid-2020, is there is so much noise. Not just so many businesses, but there are so many people creating content, right? So not only are you competing with the other businesses in your industry, but also all the other random people who are talking about the things that you may talk about as well. They may not even be offering products and solutions, but they're just talking, you know? And so in order for you to stand out, in order for you to be able to stand out to that audience, you have to have a recognizable and I'm going to say a professional brand. A lot of people used to be able to get away with, you know, just having some colors, you know, a kind of thrown together sales page and they really, really, really thrived off of their presence online. But increasingly, I think it is important for you to maybe put that little bit of extra effort into your website and your logo and the brand mood and the brand colors and the brand experience that you create a aesthetically, because that's going to separate you from just all the random people who are talking. You know, I know for sure that when I'm on the hunt for a course or for a coach or for a program, the way that their website looks and the way that their social media is presented really does make a difference in my purchasing decision these days. You know, if I find an influencer or a content creator on social media and I go to their page and they're just random pictures and it almost seems like this person's personal profile, that's not going to make me want to buy from them. I mean, I might have enjoyed their content, but I'm really going to be focused on finding businesses that actually look like real businesses. This is something that I'm really focusing a lot more with my one-on-one clients on, because like I said, you know, maybe a year, even two years ago, three years ago, definitely beyond you could scathe by just with a really good message and a really, really good online presence. But ultimately, I think that it's not working as well these days. What's really working is people with really good brands, you know, really great graphics. If you're like sharing quotes on Instagram, like really making sure that yes, they're shareable, but also they look professional. You know, if you've got a website, making sure that it doesn't look like a kindergartner created it and that it actually is a reputable business. When you do graphics on your headers like say on Facebook or your YouTube channel your podcast artwork like really as much as you possibly can like I'm not trying to put pressure on yourself if you are not by any means a graphic designer and this is something that's just not in your wheelhouse of talents there's obviously other things that you can do to kind of get by say for example using templates on either Canva or you can buy things on creative market But either way, just try to add a layer of professionalism to your brand. I'm not saying pantsuit professionalism, you know, lawyered professionalism, 
gray professionalism. You know what I'm talking about, corporate, right? That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying it just, it's neat. Even if you're the most colorful, the most poppy, the most like, um, you know, lollipop kind of person, that's fine. But as long, as long as everything is like neat and cohesive and it makes sense and your margins are correct, like those little details are going to create a different experience for how somebody interacts with your business. And if you want someone to take you seriously, like you know what you're doing, you've invested time into your online presence, that's just going to help to build that no like, and trust factor just as it would with the content that you create and the information that you put out. But it just just adds that extra layer, like I said, of that professionalism, which helps people to trust you. You know, just think about it. You know, at the end of the day, are you going to be walking down the street and, you know, go into the cafe that is looks like a public toilet or are you going to go into the cafe that looks like an actual beautiful bistro, nice cafe? You know, either way, they might both have incredible food, but for someone who's never ever been in that neighborhood, doesn't have a recommendation and is just purely going off looks, they're probably going to go for the more professional one just because they're going to trust it more. It's more recognizable and it's going to make them feel better. So I know that was a weird example. I don't know why I was like visualizing sex in the city when Samantha was walking down the street and then she fell into that like pothole thing and like broke her foot. Um, But anyway, I just think it's really important that you do have a professional recognizable brand if you are going to build a successful six-figure business. Now, the next thing is that you have to have a validated product, not just a product. You cannot sell things that don't work. Honestly, like I'm surprised at how many people when I ask them, you know, have you had like beta testers? How is your product? They're like, oh, I'm not quite sure. I'm kind of just like basing it off what I've learned. That blows my mind. Like you have to know that the thing that you're selling works. Think about this. Like, yeah, it's different with info products because a lot of the times people think theoretically this should work and there's no real, I guess, liability involved with it not working you know no one's gonna get a rash or get sick and end up in the hospital if what you're selling them doesn't work but think about it you know in any business if people just sold things just assuming that they would work there would be horrendous lawsuits all over the place just because I guess a lot of online business specifically service-based info product-based business is so unregulated it doesn't mean that you should be selling things that you don't know if they work or not imagine I created a skincare product and I was like this is the best face wash in the world and you went to wash off your mascara and it was like still there perfectly intact after you'd done three layers of face wash you'd be like this sucks and no one would do that anyway you know people are going to test their products before they actually sell them in any other industry a chef's not just going to guess one night oh this might be a good recipe let me sell it for 35 dollars and just hope for the best no everything traditionally is tested and so if you have a product idea whether it be a service whether it be a coaching program a course a digital download product anything that you are selling online, a consultation service, you have to make sure that the advice that you're giving works. Now, if you don't have the experience prior to this, don't get yourself in the whole 
oh my God, I don't have experience, therefore I can't start a business. That's bullcrap. Everybody has to start somewhere. Just get the experience that you need in a non-expectation scenario. Beta testers, work with people for free. Test it on people that you find in Facebook groups. Test it on your friends, whatever. Anyone who could benefit from your product, take them through the process of it. Build them a website if that's what you do. Take their photos if that's what you do. Coach them through their relationship problems if that's what you wanna do. But make sure whatever it is that you are selling actually works. This is so important. So many people are trying to sell things that either don't make sense or they don't know that even works. And so they have so much, they have so much, they have such a lack in confidence in themselves and in their products that of course it's never going to sell. And then you're never going to reach your financial goals, whether they be six figures or not. If you are trying to sell something that you're just guessing, maybe I'm hoping it works and I'm hoping someone's going to pay me to find that out. That's not ethical and it's not going to work, right? So make sure that you actually have a product, whatever your product may be, your package, your your course, your digital download, just make sure that it works. It can get results for people, even if it's a longer term result. Like even if say, for example, you're a YouTube coach, right? And you know that YouTube is like a much longer game. It takes a while to get subscribers and stuff, which can be frustrating, especially if you're trying to test something. But at least make sure that, you know, the systems that you're teaching your audience and your clients can actually understand and that it makes sense and it at least gets some result. You know, even if it's not like hundreds of thousands of subscribers straight away, you know, if they get a few views and the reason being is because of the changes that they made due to your program Obviously, then over time, that is going to exponentially grow. And so again, please make sure you have a validated product. And on that, make sure that you have a replicable sales method. Replicable, replicable. It can be replicated. I cannot understand, and this is something that I mentioned in my last podcast episode as well, that people expect that they are going to just wing their way to success. Hope, guessing, that is not a strategy. Look, there's always room for magic. There's always room for a client coming out of nowhere and signing up to your program or buying your course. But ultimately, you need to know and have a way to actually sell things. For me in my business, I have a launch method. When I launch a new program, I have step one, step two, step three, step four, which I assume in most cases, will produce a particular result, right? And it has over and over again, some courses better than the others. And obviously that's down to the actual content of the course and the sales message and all of that. But I know that if I do a little bit of a tease for a couple of days, and then I launch the course and tell everyone it's available, do some type of education phase where I'm either doing a webinar or a live series or, you know, a a challenge of some sort. I'm getting people excited and I'm teaching them things and I'm changing their perspectives and then I'm selling them using things like urgency and all these things. I'm going to sell spots into my program. That is a replicable sales method. Right now I'm at the stage where, you know, say for example, with my one-on-one coaching program, because that is the only thing that I still currently do consultation calls for. I know that if I announce it to my audience that I have coaching spots available because they come up so rarely that people are going to start DMing me and I'm going to have those conversations in DM, which will be taken over to possibly a consultation call. I mean, sometimes it doesn't depending if I worked with the person before, but I'm going to take that conversation over to 
a consultation call and then, you know, they'll sign up because I have a process for that consultation call as well. And so I know that step one, step two, step three, step four, depending on the product is going to produce a particular result. And so for whatever product you're trying to sell, that freelance service, the web design, the photography, the coaching, the consulting, the course, you have to have a replicable sales method. It must be able to be replicated. You know, you do this once and it works. You do step one, two, three, four, twice and it works again. Step one, two, three, four, five, twice, third, three times, three times a lady and it works again. You know what I mean? That's replicable. If you're constantly trying new things and sometimes it's working and sometimes it's not and then you're guessing and then someone else teaches you a new strategy and you're never properly evaluating, you're going to just constantly get in that perpetuated cycle of guessing and hoping and wishing rather than saying, right, this month I want to make $30,000 in my business and I know last month I was able to make $15,000 by doing this, this and this. So all I need to do is double the front end, you know, get more people to sign up or, you know, whatever the steps were, get more people on sales calls. And so replicable sales method, so important. I think that was five things. Was it five things? Is anyone keeping track? Vision, audience, brand, product, sales method. I mean, obviously there's a few more things that I could share, but I want to kind of cut it off here because I think those are the most important things, especially when you're starting out. Um, you know, obviously I could just list off a bunch of things that every six figure needs. You need to have passion. You need to be able to have fun. You need to get to a point where you can outsource things. You can't do everything yourself for the rest of your life. You know, you've got to have an evaluation method. You've got to have your finances right. Um, like I said, you don't want to get yourself into a point where you're running at 5% profit. You know, you could be making six figures and spending $95,000 to do that. It's not a successful business in my eyes, you know. So you've got to have a profit structure. Like there's lots more, but in all honesty for you and for I know most of the audience are in, you know, the first say like year to two years of running their online business. And these are the things that I think that you need to create a checklist around and just go through, audit your business. You know, do I have a vision? What is my vision? Actually sit down and think that first. Do I have an audience? If I don't, how am I going to grow my audience, what do I need to do? Create a platform, YouTube, podcast, Pinterest, so many different ways you can do it, obviously, but you need to be doing it. Do I have a brand? Like, am I just showing up, just me wearing different colored clothes every single day and hoping people will remember who I am? Or am I actually creating an experience, knowing what my brand colors are, knowing what my mood is, knowing what how I want people to feel and then re representing that with colors that I use, with the background that I use, the clothing that I use, the language that I use, all of that stuff. Do I have a validated product? Does my product work? And if it does, that's going to give me so much more confidence to go out there and sell it. And then, of course, with selling, do I have a replicable sales system? Do I actually know how to sell my products? Because if you don't know, you can't grow. <laughs> I like to rhyme. No, I, I really don't like to rhyme. You know, I don't know. It just happens sometimes. Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. I really, really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, if you would like more information on Vision and Tribe, which we are going to cover some fundamental things that we spoke about here in today's podcast episode, but really trying to get you to understand where you're going, who you need to be to get there, and who you need to be influencing on the way to build a successful business. Um, but any questions that you do have, obviously just reach out to me on Instagram. That's always the best place to contact me. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I really appreciate it. And I'll see you in the next episode.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.